Welcome to the Architect of Change Show with your host, Connie Whitman of Whitman and Associates. Now, here's Connie. Hi, I'm Connie Whitman, your host, and you're listening to Architect of Change on webtalkradio.net. Thanks so much for joining me again this week. My motivational quote for today is by Ralph Blum, and it says, Nothing is predestined. The obstacles of your past can become the gateways that lead to new beginnings. Do you know what is going to happen tomorrow or the next week? Of course not. Yet, how we train ourselves to respond when adversity does hit is the key to a happy and prosperous life. Can it really be that simple? Do we really have that much control over our future? As we enter into the new year, wouldn't it be helpful to know how much control we really do have over our destiny and how to access the tools needed to accomplish this control over our reactions and responses? There's help on its way. Today my guest is Deborah Lewis, and Deb is best characterized as a pioneer, a leadership engagement expert, and an infinite win engineer. Her trailblazing 34 years, she's a youngster, military career began at West Point and its first class with women. She later earned an MBA from Harvard. And right after departing the military, she learned to handle an RV and tow a car, along with many other things that she learned to support her husband as he bicycled over, get this, 18,000 miles in one year to 50 states as they raised awareness to support our veterans, military, and families. No stranger to adversity, Deb knows what it takes to be your best to successfully handle setbacks and disappointments, and to achieve the life and relationships we seek. So, Deb, thank you so much for being on. And I, what an intro. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> I, my mother and father would be very proud of that. Thank you so yeah. much. No, <laughs> they, yeah. they did good, right? They did good with you. It takes one to know one, right, Connie, with all Absolutely. the roles that you do and all the things that yeah. you've accomplished. And I am sure when uh, your listeners... You know, they too, you know, sometimes they hear somebody else's and they think, oh, my gosh, well, it's the same thing. If someone were to talk about their life story, right, and all the things that they do, most people will tell you, oh, that's nothing. Oh, really? <laughs> right. That's, we minimize. We minimize our successes. We're our we own do. worst critics. I'm so yeah. delighted to be here, and especially on this New Year's, um, New Year's Eve. Yes. We are going into, anytime we go into a new year, um, it's a it's a great time. We need to do this more often, but reflecting, yeah. And and those uh, I, I'll get into some of the things where you talk about the obstacles of the past in your quote. You know, the gateway to new beginnings. Yes, that's my answer. <laughs> that's yes, I know. I loved. I found that quote, and I thought, wow, that really speaks to our topic. I thought it was dead on for for our conversation today. I really want to start by asking you now your military experience, and you know I go through the intro fairly quickly, but I want everyone to understand that you were in the graduating class where women were allowed, you know, in that West Point, um, you know, graduating class. So kudos, sister. That I think is awesome. My Thank my you. first question is what what was it like being amongst that group of women? Well. You have to know it dates back, the institution dated back to 1802. Yeah. So anyone who has been on the wave of <clears throat> social change knows that you don't, you don't always pick your timing. <laughs> That's <laughs> and, for and, sure. You know, you think you, you're tough enough 
And then there's always something that can really knock you down. And I will tell you, you know, the obstacles of the past, I somehow was able to realize that when I was knocked out, sometimes cold, <laughs> literally oh just goodness. about, wow. you know, wow. being knocked down and knocked out and both um, personally and professionally, you know, th- what you thought. I was very successful in high school in the very top of my class in high school. Um, and so when you go somewhere and then you're, you know, set down a lot of pegs because guess what? Everybody at West Point's at the top of their class, whether they were men or women. And now mm-hmm. you add in the women piece where um, when you have issues that cause divisiveness, I really was on that what truly a cutting edge where you could see the best, but you also saw, oh, my gosh, people. I can only imagine. They feel they have a license to behave badly. And if you sanction that and accept that, then it destroys you. And there are a number of women who are just still to, we all still grapple with hardships in our lives, but these are ones that will pop up just because something triggers it. And you have to be able to know how to transform that and realize what a blessing it was. It was a real blessing. I think to be knocked down early and often and, and tested to your limits is, is really important in life to be able to handle what's going to come your way anytime in the future. You can be riding the top of the wave and then like me, boom, you know, you get slammed down sure. and you've got to figure out you either sink or swim. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I had a guest on um, last week and she has a sign. She's a, a mother of triplets and her husband passed away. And um, she has a sign in her bathroom that says sink or swim. So every morning she sees it and she literally had to say to herself, I choose to swim today. So isn't that funny how you use that same terminology? I, I do. Literally. And I will tell you yeah. what I've been able to do. Once you faced enough adversity, then you say, I want to thrive. I don't want yeah. to just swim. I want to thrive. Now, some days you're just going to swim. <laughs> but other yeah, days right. you're going to be out in front and you're going to be just going through it and having the best time of your life, right? And that's where I want to be. I don't know about Always, everybody else, yeah. but that's where I want to live. I don't want yeah. to live in that negative world that sometimes comes our way and is, you know, like trying to grab your arms. I'm like that uh, person in football who, you know, the running back has got the ball and everyone's diving and trying to go after him. That's kind of how obstacles come our way. And if you're skilled and doing the things that you're doing with these shows, with bringing people in who have varying skills and expertise, each of us have our whole life experiences and tips and, and experience insights that can help people maybe see their life a little bit differently enough to break through those those yeah. um, binds. And that's that's really what I try to do on the show is have so many diverse types of speakers because I think everybody's got something that they're trying to grow from or get out of or change or whatever it is. And just hearing someone's viewpoint that's not mine or yours, but the, the vastness of the different uh, authorities somebody might resonate and they're like, oh my God, that's what I need to do. So that's why I'm all about the how-tos on the show. So my next question for you is based on all of those challenges, and again, it started, like you said, when you were really young in in West Point, but then, you know, going to Harvard and and all of your career um, situations where I'm sure you face adversity, we all have in one way or another, what are your takeaways that maybe can help someone relate to taking those challenges and facing them head on? What would you recommend? 
Well, I think that um, if you're thinking about being an architect of change, because that's really what you're doing, you're, if, if you don't sure. like what you see, you want to change what's going on, you mm-hmm. have to be, you can't be Pollyannish. You know, people talk about it and say, oh, you think positive. I'm one of the most positive thinkers. You know, my friends tell me this over and over. Oh, you think so positive. I didn't know I was thinking so negatively. But, but the thing is, is I do it <laughs> from a basis of understanding the huge challenges we face. And so I think that um, the takeaway is is that, yeah, if you want to try to create a better future, you have to recognize that there's going to be challenges out there because if you don't see that, then the first one that grabs you, you're going to stop. And that's really what a lot of people have. The first one um, that I learned as far as a challenge is that people have lost faith, faith in themselves and others to change. Oh, it's never going to change, you know. Oh, don't don't bother talking to him. He 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 does that all the time, right? Yeah, and, that's sad. You know, there's sometimes I've lost that light within me that feels that you know there can be a better, brighter world. There's times where I kind of I kind of go n- negative, <laughs> and you're of and you're course. thinking, oh, it's not going to be. And I'm like, wait a minute, what if I could? You know, and we'll get to that as far as what are the opportunities. But you know, that's what people have lost, and you have to be able to recognize someone who's done that because oftentimes the advice they give is coming from their place, their vantage point, and they don't want you to be hurt. They don't want you yes. to have to go through what they did. And so you have to be, that's a challenge. Um, your family can often be the one's best intentioned holding you back in that way. And, um, and that's from a kind of a positive. They lost the faith not because of someone was being mean to them, but because people were well-intentioned. And, and they've looked around and they see other people gauging a person and then they give up because, oh, that one person tried with them. Well, you know, sometimes you may have to try a hundred times, but what's the positive impact if you make that change? Yeah, and, and so I the, think family, and, and you said it though, family really does mean well. I think that because they're, they love you and they want to protect you from any type of, of hurt or uh, disappointment that they always, you know, like you, you say you're going to do this new adventure, like when I was going to do the radio show, and my brother is a producer of, of TV, and he was like, well, you don't know anything about radio. <laughs> I was like, yeah, but I could, I could, I'm pretty smart. I could, I could figure this out. And yeah, everybody like, no, can learn anything. Anything they want to set their to. mind on, you can right. learn it. And, and I'm so glad that you did because yeah, there's, a, there's a lot of people. I was lucky my family actually let me do so much for a girl at the time that I was growing up. I yeah. Really, there were no boundaries. And I had two older brothers, so I really didn't know. You know I had wonderful older brothers, and so I, you know, they were tough on me, too. You know, sometimes, but which you know, is good. You, yeah, but you, like I said, you get knocked around, and but they, but it was never out of saying you can't do something. Now I will tell you later, like the tour that we did, where my husband bicycled eighteen thousand miles, even yes. your family. You know, once you got going, they were the great supporters. But initially, you really want to do this. And some of my yeah. closest friends were the ones trying to hold us back. They're saying, no, 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 you, that's not. You're what training do you have to do that? Well, I didn't have any, but I had a good mindset. Um, That's right. And so and the second challenge that people face is, you know, beyond losing it within themselves, is that yes, there are a lot of negative influences and every, every energy everywhere. You know, they're all sitting there waiting to derail us if we let them. That's right. You know, it's kind of like the bad weather days. Some people love bad weather days, you know, they, they love the dark clouds, you know, to them that's energy, you know, they understand the harnessing of the energy and 
I guess I've become that way too because when adversity starts to, you know, spin around, there's so much opportunity for improvement. That's what I see. I see That's that true. silver lining. But it's from everywhere. the lemons. Yes, from the lemons you can make lemonade, right? Isn't that yeah. that's the concept? Sure, sure. But but you have to be cognizant. Sometimes it sneaks up and grabs you when you're when you're not really thinking about it and you don't realize that you're succumbing to those negative forces, that mirror neurons that if people don't know about those, you know, how how if someone's angry, you may not be angry right at the moment, but later on you may experience that because sure we are affected by the energy around us. And so the thing is, is how do you transform that? How do you, how do you, well, you know, we'll talk more about that, but how do you um, detect it first is very important. And there is a ton out there. Just listen to the news. We were, we were talking about that earlier. Yes. Um, you know, you, you turn on the news, you can see how negative uh, people take every situation. They don't have to, but they do. They focus on the bad weather, not, hey, it's beautiful here in Hilo today in Hawaii. <laughs> yes, I know. You know You're in Hawaii. Just, I'm jealous. <laughs> I know, I know. Sorry, but someone had to live here. We yeah, it. somebody has to take it, take one for the, for the team, right, living in Hawaii. Right, <laughs> right. And then the, the third challenge, I think, the takeaway that I want people to understand as a, as a challenge is out there so that you do understand some of the risk is that we have incredibly strong habits or forces that are holding us back. They're, they're like shackling our potential, like, like handcuffs, such as the status quo. You know, you go right. into a new organization, what's the status quo? It's not written anywhere, maybe, but you sure as heck bump up against it. Or when people are in a survival mode, right? When people are thinking scarcity and, and, and they act a particular way, those are, yes, we can go there and we can be really good at that, but is that where we want to be? Also, this win-lose, when we talk infinite win, for example, you can think seven generations, how, how could your one decision help many people, but other people are always looking at the world as a win-lose one. Well, what if it wasn't? What if it didn't have to be that way? And I, I have plenty of examples. I've got a book, there's a book actually coming out about decisive women um, that I'm, I've contributed a chapter, and it, it says how you can recognize what's infinite win, even in the workplace. But if you look at everything as a cost as opposed to a benefit or an investment, then that'll be like gravity pulling you down. Yes. It's and true. So my conclusion is for all these three challenges, which is the takeaway, is we desperately need more architects of positive change. That's my, yes. my big takeaway from all these things because there are these, yes, there are these negative influences and forces and energy out there, but that doesn't mean it has to stay there. It's true, and, and, you know, we're going to take a break in a second, but I, I just want to recap those three challenges that we faced, and, and I love that you said people kind of need to stop and listen and watch and say, hmm, there's that negative energy, or, or there's that negative force in my life, or there's that habit that keeps coming back that's really not serving me. So the three challenges that you highlighted were people have lost faith, faith in themselves and others that change is even possible. The second one was negative influences and energy are everywhere. We see and feel it, right? So we, we are able to be pulled down by that energy. And the last one is that we do have strong habits in place that shackle us. I love that term, shackle our potential, our potential and make us kind of hover into that status quo. It's that settling for the mediocrity that is not really a good thing. So great yeah, We know challenges. something's better, but we, yeah, we say, we, oh, we, we don't give know. it rationale why we're not going to do anything. 
and so recommendation guys right out of the gate those three kind of areas start to identify when it happens to you and when we come back from break Deb and I are going to discuss what are the opportunities from those challenges and and this is where the how to so once you see that energy or that lost faith in self how can you resonate and turn um, how you think and we're going to talk about that when we get back okay sounds great A speaker has little value to an audience unless you, the listener, is motivated and empowered to change. Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates is a renowned speaker and is an architect of change. Consultations, training, seminars, and speaking engagements are the venues where she affects change. Whether your responsibilities include customer service, sales, marketing, training, executive management, or ownership, and you are seeking change in your organization, then you need to hire Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates. Connie doesn't just fill your ears with rhetoric. She speaks to the heart and success of your business. So next time you need to hire a speaker, don't hire someone that just talks. Hire an architect of change, Connie Whitman. Just ask for Connie by calling 732-888-1420. That's 732-888-1420. Or email Connie at WhitmanAssociates.com. Okay, we are back and we are, I, I am speaking today with Deb Lewis. And we are talking about the challenges that we face in our lives and how to overcome them. So being a the first uh, graduating class at West Point to, with females were allowed in, and you've seen tremendous adversity and how to really take that adversi- adversity and just kind of catapult yourself forward. So what are the opportunities that you find from so that we can be, I love that term, of course, the name of the show too, but that we can become those architective changes for ourselves. Well, I think that um, what, we, what we finished with was that we have a lot to overcome and it can be overwhelming at times. Absolutely. feel that way, but I like to go back to the movie The Wizard of Oz, you know, with Dorothy, right? Dorothy, at the end, always had the power within to change to achieve her dreams and, what, and realize what mattered most in her life. And and the thing is, is that we, too, can do that. Um, however, if you think you can, you can. If you think you can't, you can't. You know, that famous totally. quote that we totally. have. Um, mm-hmm. And, and I, I was lucky, uh, not a long time ago, but about 20 years ago, I saw this sign in an elementary school, you know, out of the mouth of babes. A change in attitude has the power to change my day. And so mm-hmm. for everyone, it's an attitude. So the three ways I would respond to that, what are the greatest opportunities really has to do with some very key fundamentals, you know, because as we expand our understanding, like you provide in these shows that you do, these radio shows, you know, you can have an understanding of a larger context of the world that, you know, others can share and help expand that. And we're always moving. We're always in different places. So hearing the same message, even at a different time in our lives, can resonate in a, in a particular way to help us move forward. But it can help us improve our focus on where we want to spend our time and energy, right? Because sometimes if you're not focusing at all, you're going to just be getting through the day and you don't That's even right. know what, you, what you've accomplished. So I yeah. think that and I going think, back... I think, Deb, I think a lot of people are just getting through the day. Um, you know, I, I think I see that a lot in the different companies I'm in. It's, you know, let me go get my paycheck, go home. But there, there's no energy, there's no light, there's no... Um, enthusiasm not all the time but sometimes you see that so I I do believe that's a big issue yeah the energy that we're having when we're sharing this conversation 
is because we resonate at a higher positive energy level. Anybody can get there. I know how to be negative. I know how to lose that and and not want to talk. But I can choose that, you know what? (laughs) I can change that attitude. I can be moving in a better direction. So when we talked about the first challenge was losing faith in yourself, people hear this phrase, and I just want to tell you how you can do it. (laughs) You know, believe in yourself and others again. Okay? Believe in yourself and others again to do whatever it is. Now, there's a couple areas that I have that people either in my past have told me you can't do it, and I still haven't overcome some of those obstacles. You know, if you if you put yourself out there and risk yourself in many areas, chances are you're going to rub up against people who are going to try to pull you down. So how do I do it is I ask myself more effective questions. You know, you want to see the light. It, it's just um, you can see it if you pay attention to it. And the, and the TV show that reminds me of Believing in Yourself and Others Again is a show called, it was used to be on, it's not on anymore, but Extreme Makeover, the home edition, oh, yes. right? Okay. <laughs> yes. If you want to get heartened about what's at the core of the people around you, even though what they're showing you today might be negative or unable to rise to the standard, just watch an sh- episode of that show. Now, there's some very key elements of that, which we, can't, we don't have time to go into here, but you know, Ty Pennington formed a team, a core team, and from that core team, expanded to a community, and they got superb at a week, really doing miracles, changing someone's life. And the questions that they asked others and of themselves, you know, through it, how they, you know, those effective questions. You had Laura Stewart on recently, I know, and she's like the, the queen of, of doing, uh, asking questions, right? Yeah, she's awesome, my buddy Laura. Yeah, she's a dear friend, and yes. And yes. And I was lucky. Um, I didn't meet Laura until recently, but I, you know, I recognize this greatness here. I met someone in '96, a gentleman named Doug Krug, who called effective questions the ultimate empowerment tool. Yeah. So if your leaders took away, I mean, if your listeners took away leaders, they're all leaders. If they're if all your leaders, listeners yeah. took away the effective power of an effective question, you could say, you know, recognize in yourself. What kind of questions am I asking myself and asking others? When something doesn't go right, what do I tell myself? Why did you do that? Mm-hmm. It's probably not a very good, effective question. <laughs> what can I do that will help me right now? <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> Might be that's a better right. question. They can come up that's with right. really good ones, but you right. have to know what your what your what your what kind of questions you're asking yourself and others. And I just say you can bring a community together like Ty Pennington and his team did. And you can make miracles. You can do it in your own community. You can do it with your own family. Um, And just believe in them because all it takes is really one person to believe in another, right? Either yourself or somebody else that can help lift you out of that negative losing faith, right? And you have to be there and help pick them up just like a baby. We had an 18-month-old in the house all week, you know, helping pick them up, you know, keeping them in that happy place, right? We've really yes. never grown up in that respect. <laughs> we all want to be yeah. in that happy place, but we know you how are, to get negative. It's yeah. funny. I have, to, I have to share a story. I had breakfast with a friend at the local diner, and a um, woman starts to walk past us, literally on my back. She was behind me, so had to walk past me, turned around, looked, 
said, I knew it was you, Connie Whitman, and I recognized her. I couldn't, the name just didn't come to me. And I said, oh, I remember you from the office that she worked in, et cetera, that I, I was um, uh, regional, a regional sales manager in her territory and said her name. And I said, oh, yes, yes, of course I remember you. She turns to my friend and says, now this, I hadn't seen her in 20 years, says to my friend, we always loved when Connie came into our office just because no matter what kind of day we were having, as soon as we saw her face, we knew it was going to be a good day. And yep. I, Now, you know, one of those moments, Deb, where I looked at her and I said, really? And she's like, oh, you had no idea how you impacted us. And when I tell you I was touched and humbled by it, but there are people out there who can be your light and who can, you know, get their energy to build your energy up. Seek the positive thinkers. Stay away from those negative, you know, woes me kind of people. And you'll see your life really can change. So I love that. Have faith in yourself, but have faith in others and surround yourself by the strength of others. Magic happens. You know, really it does. Um, we're, we have I couldn't have said that. that that's exactly my life. That's, that's how yeah. people will come in. And I'm not as good as you. I don't always remember the people, you know, or when I had the conversation, but they'll tell me, They'll tell me that something happened. Just we don't realize the the power we have through our conversation no. and our energy that we share with it's others. True. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. Really, really, we really don't know. We have about six minutes left. So, what are some other how tos for the listeners okay. to talk away um, from? Another away one from we kind of touched on is your self talk. Right? Mm-hmm. The negative yep. influences can be strong, yet many effective tools, tips, and insights can be they exist and they can be developed. And the quickest way I can say is just. Just watch The Voice, <laughs> the TV yeah. show The Voice. You know, yes. that's like the best coaching because you can see that even the top, you know, I can say we had um, Sawyer Fredericks was on last se- a, a couple seasons ago, and he did the song called Shine On, you know, picking yourself and going forward. But many of these contestants, I mean, all I have to do is say like Jordan Smith and anyone who watches the show can say you can go through life and, and be beaten down by what you were given, you know, you know, starting, but that can be your greatest gift, just like going back, the obstacles of the past. He was picked on, and, and all these things happen. but he was number one in the voice, I mean, by a landslide. Yes. Um, what you say to yourself, you need to have people around to, to, you know, when you have those strong influences, there are many tools and tips. They put themselves out there to compete in the show, not really realizing how positive that team is, the four the four judges who essentially become their coaches who yes. who you know from the first day to to the end they are all using their magnificent gifts to to help them and you know Gwen Stefani actually I'd like a woman to be finally in the you know the finals but you know the fact is is that she was the only one to turn around for her guy and and he was in the finals as well and then you have Jordan Smith who who Adam believed in every all of them believed they turned for him because of his quality of his voice thinking it was a girl yeah <laughs> you know isn't that I funny mean, yeah but you see when you watch superb coaching and and shows like that that bring out your best just like the other one then you can then they, those negative influences can be strong, but there's things to do. And then the the final piece I just want to talk about what I call um, body think the habits. You know the habits that can be transformed into something better. Is I don't just think intellectually. I have to think with my whole body. And sometimes my body takes me places that my head is saying, oh, this is the wrong place to go, and it turns out to be the right place to go. Um, but our strong habits can be transformed into something better. And I think that that's what we want people to to know 
that it's got to be what works for you. You know, and and another thing is when you're when you're trying to talk about strong habits, like I love Dwayne Johnson, you know, The Rock. He had this yes. show called he had this show called Wake Up Call. I hope it comes back on again. I have only one item <laughs> is I wish he'd remove the the language that he uses, you know, at times. I think he yes. thinks that he has to use it. Yes. And and but when you're working with people who have strong habits, most people take people as they are and they go from there. I take people from where they want to be and help them get there. That's right. I don't I don't have to lower my standards of decorum of how I talk to them or or anything. I take them where I take them where they want to be and I help them. I show them each and every day how to get there. Absolutely. So how do you Yeah, so how do you get it? The secret, you know, is you start with yourself. Really, you can't change anybody. You can influence change, but you can't change a person for whose reason do they change? You know, because you want them to? No, because they want to. So focus on yourself, you know, making better choices. Focus on ma- on your relationships, how you can strengthen them. And the things that we've already talked about, these tools that we've given, will help them. And I focus on extreme adversity because I know that when I'm at my in a, in a terrible situation, if I can be my best, anything's possible. Yeah. If I go negative, I shake the foundation of the of the relationship that I have and the trust that, that we have between people. So the the final tool is if they if they don't remember anything else, it's that ultimate empowerment tool. It's that effective question for yourself and yeah. others. Yeah, we do. We have to learn how to self-assess and self-examine. I I talk about that a lot on the show with with different guests, and I really try to teach my kids how to self-assess because you can't blame the world when things don't go right. Look and think, how could I have done this better? And that's really what you always you always want to. Those are the questions that I try to teach my kids to ask themselves. I just want to recap the, from the opportunities um, is to believe in yourself and others. Again, be that light or seek that light. Um, don't be that negative force in the world, negative energy force. Second yeah. one is those negative influences can be strong, but you know what? You can fight them, and coaching is such an important tool. I talk about that a lot, too, on the show, um, Deb, because I do believe people need to be coached and helped. And I will tell you, I have mentors that are 10 years older than me because they've been through the road that I'm, I'm now entering, right? So I seek their advice so that you don't make the same mistakes, etc. And I recommend for everyone, find a mentor or someone that you respect that you can bounce ideas off of if you're not sure of something. But coaching or seeking out those coaches are really, really important because we don't have all the answers in our own head when you're too close to the situation. And the last one I love, strong habits can be transformed really into something better. And for me, if, if everybody can, can define a habit and really refine the habit so that they execute it persistently and consistently every day, and I'm talking about good habits, not bad habits, but mm-hmm. do it persistently and consistently so that if you, you do the habit without thinking, that's how you become better and better, and it becomes easier and easier, and that's how you build momentum and grow. So I love those three opportunities, and I agree with you. Ask yourself the questions and self-assess uh, because, you know what, that's where the answers lie. The answers are within us. We just have to kind of mine them out of us, right? That's, that's, right. Uh, that's what we're talking Absolutely. about, yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. So I have a, a friend. You started with a quote about talking about the new beginnings. And as we mm-hmm. go into new beginnings, you know, we have these obstacles. You've already heard how we've transformed just a little taste of that. But sure. I have a friend, Roger Love, who says he has a he's a vocal coach to the stars, but he also is helping people who speak. And uh, one of the one of the things he has us do as a, as a vocal thing is I can if I want. If we tell yeah. ourselves I can if I want, and we shout it at the top of our lungs. I can if I want. Um, every day you better understand and use the insights and tips that we've discussed here today and in your other shows that you have, the stronger your own skills become to deal with what's going on in your life. And the stronger your skills become, the more your life will change for the better. Now, my husband Doug and I have used these insights and tips we, to live life to the fullest. Our little tagline is, live life to the fullest with love and service. And yeah. more. <laughs> and, more. Too. and more. <laughs> you can too, if you want. And so yes. best of luck with that, and best of luck with your future shows. This is awesome platform, and I'm Thank so you. happy that you chose to do something out of your out of your comfort zone and, and, and start a radio show. Yeah, and, and it's been just a great experience, and I've met, you know, awesome people like yourself and Laura who kind of connected us. It's all her fault that she connected us, right, Deb? <laughs> <laughs> she's my and blessing. And I mean that in a really yeah, good she's a blessing, yes, she is. Awesome. Um, and so, yes, our time is up, believe it or not. It goes so fast. But I hope everybody takes little nuggets from what we discussed today. It's really important that you believe in yourself. If anything is possible. You have, to, you have to believe it. I think you have to want to change and try something small. It doesn't have to be drastic. We were talking about that before mm. we started the show, right, Deb? It's the baby steps that add up to monumental change, not the giant steps that get you there. It's the little I'll tell stuff. you, the baby a step is smile yes. the yes. baby step is smile you ever seen a baby when it smiles have everybody smiles around oh, and if someone's oh. not smiling give them one of yours right yeah, that's right that's right <laughs> you know it's, and, it's true. and it's amazing the ability of that to lift people up you know I and, and when, if people aren't smiling those are ones i focus on if they're not that's smiling right. if they have no capacity to laugh <laughs> or do anything because playfulness has to be a part of the equation yeah, and we have to learn to laugh at ourselves. I say that with frequency. Uh, I still have a hard time with that, but yes. Yes, we have to be <laughs> yes. a little bit of a goofball. Um, yes. Deb, thank you so much for taking the time. Thank uh, you, Connie. Show. Really a great. pleasure, really a pleasure. I hope you guys will join me weekly as we question, build, and discover together how to grow and challenge ourselves so we can all embrace change and realize that, you know what, we got this. Thanks for joining me. You've been listening to Architect of Change with me, your host, Connie Whitman on webtalkradio.net. Thank you, and have an awesome, inspiring week. You've been listening to The Architect of Change with your host, Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates. Thank you for tuning in. We're glad you were here. Time may change me, but I can't.